So the scripture reading I chose for today came to me um, when I was in, when, I, when, when Sherry asked me if I would preach today. Uh, I thought, well, what could I be preaching on? I, you know, and I thought, well, you know, I really like John's gospel. We don't, off, we don't always read from John's gospel, but I thought this was a good one. So let me read this. In the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The word was in the beginning with God. All things were made through the word, and without the word was not anything made that was made. In the word was life, and life was the light of all. The light shines in the deepest night, and the night has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. John came for testimony to bear witness to the light that all might believe in him. John was not the light, but came to bear witness to the light. The true light that enlightens everyone was coming into the world. The word was in the world and the word was made through the word. The world was made through the word, yet the world did not know the word. The word came to the word's own home, but those to whom the word came did not receive the word. But to all who received the word, who believed in the name of the word, power was given to become children of God, who were born not of blood, nor of the will of the flesh or human will, but of God. And the word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. We have beheld the word's glory, glory as of the only child from God, the father and mother. Let me pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be pleasing in your sight and help us to hear the words, <laughs> the word that is meant for each one of us. So, so Sherry reached out to me, and I happened to be in India at the time, <laughs> and I thought, sure, sure, I'm sure I'll have a great insight coming back from India to, to share with all of you, right? So I said yes, and then, and then, then I came back, and I'm like, oh, what did I think I was doing? <laughs> I, I really do think there are things to share. But, but what, what struck me when I was in India was that things were so different, so very different from what we experience every day here. I mean, the traffic, you know, there were cows in the middle of the road and dogs and we had to, and we, they drive on the opposite side of the road. Um, but, I, but more than that, it was the reminder that we're all human. You know, we're all, we all reach out to the divine in our own way. And that was such a strong, strong presence there in India that I said, you know, this would be a good thing to, to talk about a little bit, to talk about, um, for myself to talk about so that I can hear myself think and hear, yes, there are good things to know each and every day about um, the world and not just here in this local, very local place. Um, 
And the other thing that, that occurred to me when I said yes was sometimes, uh, because I don't preach very often, I thought, oh no, I'm going to be like, I'm going to try and cram everything, <laughs> every little thing that I know into one sermon. I hope I don't do that. <laughs> so bear with me. I will try and be, uh, be as clear as possible about why I chose this particular passage. So I want to highlight a couple of the, the, the sentences. The first one is, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. And then a little bit later it says, in the word was life. Life was the light of all. And then, and then uh, verse 14, the word became flesh and dwelt among us, full of grace and truth. Full of grace and truth. This light, this word, this being, Jesus came into the, into the world to kind of shine a light on what it is that we as human beings could and ideally really are called to do, to be like him. And it's not always easy, is it? <laughs> it certainly isn't for me. But when I, when, I, when I think of the words, the words that are not um, like table or flowers, but can maybe be, um, be something that, that, that I find an essence of a flower, because flowers are beautiful, right? And tables can be strong and, and, and stable. Um, so they, they're very, um, they have de descriptions of those things. That's kind of what I see as Jesus's example. I know not sturdy and courageous, although yes, sturdy and courageous and beautiful. But words have such power, right? That what we say makes a huge difference in the world. And how we are in the world makes a huge difference in the world. So when I think back to, you know, some of the examples of Jesus, he, he you know, when <laughs> he was there, people would touch his garments and they were healed. He didn't, you know, he didn't consciously say, okay, I'm going to heal this person, but she knew, the woman who was bleeding, right? She knew, if I just reach out and grab his, his garment, I will be healed. Or the, the, you know, there's so many examples of people being healed all the time and him calling out the people who were doing wrong, right? So, so how, how is it that we can, can focus on, what do we focus on? How do we focus on the things that make a difference in a good way in the world? That's, that's, what, I'm, that's what occurred to me while I was in India and as I've gotten back and all the bombardment of the, the voting and coming up and just, uh, it just feels, I feel very downtrodden because there's so much negative advertisement out there and negativity. But if I turn it around and say, well, what is it that people are really desiring? What are people needing? Is it, you know, are, the, are they needing affirmation? How can I affirm that person? Are they needing love? 
How can I bring love into their lives? Are they needing um, to, simply, to simply be heard? Because a lot of people aren't, you know, we go through life and nobody hears us. But, but again, like Jesus, he was there. He heard. When children came, he said, don't, don't shoo them away. Be like them. They want to hear what I have to say. They want to they be near me. They want to experience the love and joy I have because they're just like me, <laughs> the kids. And I miss some of the kids here. But <laughs> um, and I also think of how powerful words are in a negative way. Um, you know, I remember when... Um, when my daughter was little, she definitely got the message, you don't fit in, you're bad. Be and this was when she was very little because she, um, you know, she just couldn't stay asleep during the, the sleep time. This was preschool. And the person who was leading that or in charge of preschool basically told her, you're, you're a bad person. <laughs> like. So all these years, she's kind of trying to recover from that. And we, we have so many examples in the world of people you know, saying somehow we're less than or we don't fit in because we, you know, we're too tall or what, whatever it is. I mean, I certainly had that <laughs> being tall. But, um, and my daughter too. So, so words are powerful and our actions are powerful. And the opposite good things can be told to us. So like when I was oh, in my early, well, mid-20s, I guess early 20s, um, I was attending a different church, and I had gone to the pastor to talk about some challenges that I was having in my uh, living situation and how I really wanted everybody to find... Um, you know, find the best uh, in each, each other and find the best solution. And I was struggling with that, and I asked him for support and help. And at the end of our conversation, he said, you'd make a great pastor. And I was like, what? <laughs> at that time, I didn't really know any women who were pastors. So I was like, oh, okay. And years later, I told him that, you know, I thanked him for telling me that because then I, you know, later years I went to seminary and he was like, oh, I don't remember that at all. So, but words have power, right? We say them or we act on them and they can make a difference for the good or for, for something that is harmful. So when I think of the word or the, the words we use coming into this world, Jesus came into this world to be among us, full of grace and truth. Wow, full of grace and truth. Grace and truth, those are powerful words. How do we live those out? Or, or what is the lens we use each and every day, right? If we're thinking of words or the, the, what we're seeing in the world, what is the lens we're looking through? Are we looking through grace? Are we looking through love or are we looking through hate or judgment? Or what, what is the lens we're looking through? And I would call us to look through the lens of love or, or 
grace or truth, you know, th all those very interesting words that in German seem to all end in height. So Schönheit, be that beauty, <laughs> um, or uh, Weisheit is wisdom. They, they, they're these words that are very powerful, but they don't have, they're not concrete like table, right? But they, they make a huge difference in how we are in the world. Um, so words become reality, whether we just think them or we actually speak them or we act on them. And um, I, it, it, perfect example of this, the other day somebody, I was listening to a talk and she said, so I'm gonna just mention orange cars, like, okay, why are you mentioning orange cars? And she said, so in the next couple days, because I have focused your attention on orange cars, you're going to start seeing orange cars everywhere. And I thought, oh, right, yeah, right. And, but it's true. <laughs> the next couple days, I saw like six or seven orange cars. I didn't even know that many car, kinds of orange cars existed. But there they were, because she planted that in seed in my head. So, yeah, so again, it's like, what are we focusing on? What's the lens we're using? What are the words we're choosing in life? Um, I know a lot of people say, oh, you know, the, all those positive people, they're always talking about positive things and positive this, positive that. And, and, I, and I agree, sometimes it gets a bit much and it feels a little saccharine, you know, when people are always saying, oh, you need to be positive. But I would propose that when we, when we, you know, kind of counter our own natural judgments or our own focus on negativity, maybe we can really kind of say, oh, you know what, I don't need that. I don't need to be judging somebody for, you know, their, the way they look or judging them for what they said because maybe there's something underneath it that I could be, assist, you know, helpful with. You know, if they're being very negative, maybe they're just needing to be heard. I don't know. But, um, and I also know the saccharine kind of like, oh, it's too, it's too positive. But if we, if we say, hey, you know, I... I see these people who need support and I can offer my, my smile, if nothing else, right? I can be the positive person in their lives. Or if I say, you know what, I'm, I'm thankful that I have a roof over my head and remember that. Maybe I can find ways to assist others to find roofs for themselves <laughs> you know so it's it's really it's not about super positive but it's more about re reframing refocusing on the things that make a difference in a positive way and not always bringing things down and bringing things make focusing on the things that are problematic um, and again yes there are problems of course but it's it's how you it's how we 
how we focus on them. Jesus didn't, um, the only time he was really uh, very negative, <laughs> negative, if you will, was when he turned over the table and the, you know, when the money changers, because he was like, this is wrong. This is wrong. We shouldn't be doing this in the, in the temple. We should be worshiping God, not, not exchanging money and, you know, trying to make more money or whatever. But, but again, that was an appropriate sense of anger, right? But, but most of the time, and most of the time, he was there to reach out and say, I hear you, I see you, I love you, I'm here for you. Not to say, oh, you're a horrible person because of blah, 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 right? Or, oh, you don't have the right clothes, or whatever it is that we do, you know, in our minds, or even verbally say out loud. So, yeah, I would call on us to re reframe. Um, let's see, what else was there that I... Um, so I, it, I'm aware also that, uh, you know, I can, I can say these things. I can say, oh, yeah, you know, I, I want to be able to look at what's underneath when somebody says something, when they're, you know, talking about a hard time in their lives. And I do that all the time as a chaplain. That's my, that's my role, <laughs> to listen for what's underneath their 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 suffering or whatever it is that's going on with them, what's underneath it. But I, I have to admit that with friends and family, it's a lot harder. I don't know if you find that to be the case. <laughs> you know, you can put on your, your, uh, you know, your ministerial hat, whatever, whatever, and be very good at listening and very good at, you know, like just being present or helping somebody <laughs> you know, see, see the good in life. But then when family comes with their, you know, their regular things of drive us crazy, it's harder to do. So I'm, I am calling on myself <laughs> to, thank you, um, to really make more effort in my family to be that kind of person that I want to be in the rest, of the, in the world the rest of the time. The way I am as a chaplain, where I'm listening and able to support and bring out the best in people or bring out the, the thing that makes, makes a difference in their world. Um, and even just listening to the hard times is one of the things. So, um, so this week, I guess I'm challenging all of us to think about the words we choose, not just to choose to put in the put in the world like orange cars <laughs> um, but but the words that we're thinking the the lens we're we're looking through because you know in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God and became light became came became flesh became real our words make things real our focus makes things real if we're only focusing on the negative, that's all we're going to see. If we're focusing on maybe what's underneath some of the suffering, then that's what we'll see. Or we'll see the love that is very evident in each and every one of us. That, that spark that is God. Because we all have it. No matter who we are, we all have that.
And so I would call on us to maybe choose one thing. Is it gratitude that you're going to focus on this week? Is it joy? Is it beauty? Is it love? Is it steadfastness? Choose one word that resonates for you to focus on this week. And when you start doing that judgment thing or whatever it is that calls your attention to something that's not quite what you want to be doing, kind of go, okay, I'm going to be steadfast. Or I'm going to find the joy in this situation. Or I'm going to see the love in that person instead of the judgment. Whatever it is. So I'm just saying, hey, all of us can pick a word to refocus on this week and see how that, how that changes, you know, what, what you do, how you are in the rest of the week. And I'll be curious to see what happens. <laughs> so thank you. Thank you for listening. And we'll see how the word becomes flesh in our own lives.